to the Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. I am joined today uh, with two guests. Second time this has ever happened on this podcast. One you've seen before. Uh, his name's Timothy Collier. That's me. That's him. Uh, how you doing, Timothy? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm just going to leave our second guest in limbo for, for a little bit longer. Yeah, he can't speak. Uh, make him feel introduced. like he can't speak. Um, yeah. So uh, I understand you've brought some. Uh, you brought another diagram this time. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll get to that in the ones we'll get to, to that. roll them all. But I did. I, I did some diagramming this morning. Yeah. Uh, also on the podcast is uh, our good friend Sam Street. Sam, hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, so this is the Lord of the Rings sentence for the first. For those listening for the first time, uh, this is a podcast where I read through the Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time, and we just analyze the freaking heck out of it, and we don't cuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't say curse words on here, Sam. I don't know if Chad. Yeah, yeah. You, you well, can't I, say words like f- or f- at ass, well, mother, mother f- hey, hey, hey. You can't say yeah. or, can't, or can't, head. I was. <laughs> yeah, he has to bleep all of those if you use any of them. Yeah. And um, when requesting the bleep, can you do more of a bloop than a bleep? Because um, yeah, the, the one the, that you've been the, using the, is the pitch is a little high. Oh, thrill. is it? Is it unpleasant um, to listen to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. I would rather hear floop than um, <laughs> <laughs> than whatever sound but, um, you've been using. Yeah. But, but yeah, so if you could go for more of a bloop, like a little bit lower of a pitch, but um, give but yeah, me. At, so you're you're saying bloop, but I'm. What, give me like the onomatopoeia. Like, what does it actually sound like? Like, give me right now you're going. Well, hang, hang up my synthesizer. Which, which is a little harsh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. that, you know. Like, um, so show me what I'm doing. It's more like, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's pretty, it's, pretty it's, harsh. It's, yeah. it's too high. It makes me think yeah. of an amber alert. And okay, okay. So, yeah. So, but but ooh. as a listener and fan of the podcast, I was yeah. aware that it was. Um, yeah, I was halfway out of my car last time you bleeped, and I was I was trying to find, you know, some <laughs> Nissan Altima or something like that before I realized what it was that had happened. Yeah, yeah. But um, and as a good Christian boy, I don't I don't curse anyways. So right, um, of course, none of us do. So it's going to be really easy to uh, to not curse. Um, so Sam, this is your first time on the podcast, and uh, what I usually ask first time guests is uh to just walk me through your history of uh the lord of the rings were you a fan of the books the movies neither uh, um I, I was a fan of primarily the movies um so i i uh i was curious on on my exact history so i watched the mm-hmm. first movie on vhs when i was eight years old which is like the year after it came out because i remember wow. getting it from blockbuster immediately hooked immediately big fan did I it saw come on one vhs or was it like you had to switch it out because they're so long no it, it was just on one vhs just on one? Okay. I, I got it got it from blockbuster while i was with my uh my cousin which will come up later in this episode cousins um oh boy but uh but yeah so what saw that on vhs then i saw the other two in theaters and we're big fans we had them on dvd or vhs depending on years i don't remember exactly but watch the yeah. movies all the time my brother and i would watch return of the king but just the action scenes a lot of the time <laughs> because wow. they were really great i was a big fan of legless because i fancied myself an archer i had a little bow and arrow okay. so i was a big legless fan legless is like the lamest character 
I mean, he's hot though, as, right? As he a is, character, he's you know underdeveloped he's, and sort of lame, but he's aesthetically the coolest. As, a, as, as like an action figure, he's yeah. very cool. Yeah, and there's someone cool who figure, like, which is what he is. Inter- and yes. there's someone that was into Robin Hood as a child. Very, very okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, and then I read The Hobbit in fourth grade when I was like. 10 and i loved it because it's a children's book and i was a child yeah and so i was like this is great and then i looked up how many ar points the other books were worth and it was a lot and so Mm. i thought i'll just skim through these and get all the ar points because i've seen the movies a bunch of times and uh it didn't work out so So i'm um, i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know what an ar point is (gasps) it's um it's it's because you went to uh a Christian school, um, probably, probably. Um, so, but accelerated just, reader. Can you yeah, please just tell me? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah okay, it's okay, called okay. accelerated reader. So, like, you could read different. See, books. I think, I think this one's on me. I don't think that's on my school. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, yeah. I think that's well, no, me. everyone did it though. It wasn't like just yeah. for accelerated readers. Everyone, yeah, yeah. You read a book, you take a test on the computer, it gets points, and then yeah, it, it, it was points. like it was like a required thing, and so it uh, was judging okay. your reading comprehension yeah, and if you read a more complex book it was worth more points gotcha. and so i could have gotten all of my ar points for the semester off of one lord of the rings book and so i tried reading it but i was in fifth grade and um it it didn't work out so but fan yeah. of the movies not extended cuts they're too long thank and you this is a all three of us are theatrical release uh fans yeah as, yeah. as chad knows i watched the theatrical um movies the the cuts just six days ago all day that's right yeah i was i was laid up sick and i just like went through them and it's kind of a, at least a yearly thing Good yeah movies. yeah i i haven't watched them in a long time actually so i heard they're on hbo so i need mm-hmm. to mm-hmm watch them but i remember the only extended cut i saw was the first one in college um and i forgot who wanted to watch it but i remember just thinking like in rivendell when they extended things i was like this is completely unnecessary yeah and does it add anything and um the nerds in the room were just looking off loving it so um, like literally me. or yeah yeah yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So Sounds they like were super into it. Weird party. They wanted cool. they wanted to see the other gifts. Yeah, probably they so. wanted to see the other gifts that were given. Yeah, I, you can you can believe that too. Um, cool, cool. I don't think I ever mentioned this uh, before on the pod chat, but I I have no reason to believe I wouldn't have seen the films in theaters, and yet uh, I think I must have not seen them because I have my only memory of from when they were in theaters is my dad and my sister coming home from the two towers, and I asked him something how's the movie or whatever and mm-hmm. all he said was just like when when we left off the trees were kicking loot you know and i just like that's just like a, so every time i see that scene i think about my dad just being like yeah these these trees are really kicking some butt at the end of this movie i went and saw <laughs> and i was so confused i had no idea what he was talking about that's pretty funny it's a it's, it's a it's a weird answer to that question how is the it movie? is how the movie leaves off really it's like the last time you catch up with those that character you know that's funny um Sam, do you think uh, Lord of the Rings had anything to do with yours and my interest in smoking pipe tobacco in college? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It, it was cool. It was. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. Listener, it was not cool. <laughs> Timothy smokes cigarettes like a real cool guy. I've actually never smoked from straight edge. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's it's sick. News to me. Um. Well, guys, I think we put it off long enough. Let's dive in to the one sentence to rule them all this week. 
<clears throat> if this is your first time listening to the show, I'll give a brief synopsis, but you really should go back and listen to those uh, first 15, no, 16 sentences. Um, they're very good. I have a question. When will the synopses start to get shorter than the material that you've read so far? Um, I'd say so far they're about at least as long, sometimes longer than hmm. the total amount that you've read. I don't know what you're talking about. At some point they're going to have to get shorter because you're not going to be able to. So there's this guy, Bilbo, he's having a birthday party. Uh, people in town uh, suspect that he's a mysterious dude because he disappeared and then he came back and he had all this treasure. Uh, he doesn't really have any friends, but he is getting closer with his younger cousins as they're growing older the oldest of these is frodo who we know from the movies uh he adopted frodo as his heir which really pissed off the sackville bagginses <laughs> uh and uh they have the same birthday september 22nd um and that's that's it that's where we are so far in the story um 16 weeks and that's where we're at um so here we go <clears throat> Ooh, this one starts out with a quote. I should probably do the voice, huh? Yeah, I probably should. Here we go. <clears throat> you had better come and live here, Frodo, my lad, said Bilbo one day, and then we can celebrate our birthday parties comfortably together. Pretty good sentence. Yeah, really good. Uh, I like that. Yeah. How was the voice? Um... Was the voice okay? uh actually yeah pretty good uh, okay. better than i was expecting oh good um you know no um i was going I, for uh not martin freeman but uh blanking on his name the one from the ian holm uh, ian holm thank you yeah um this is our first direct discourse from bilbo first speech first time um, we've had anyone speak other than a general yeah name. Yeah, yeah I, I would say um, useful to distinguish between direct discourse or discourse or speech and like indirect discourse, sort of like they were saying this or he mm -hmm. told them to do this, you know, outside of quote marks or even sometimes right. inside it. Yeah. And then um, free indirect style being like a melding of the two. Um, so, yeah, I, so this is big. I feel like through the spoken word of Bilbo, we're able to learn more about his character in the way he speaks, the way he talks to Frodo specifically. Mm -hmm. That's a good um, point. So I think this is this is a real opportunity to really break down um, the speech. You had better come and live here, Frodo, my lad. His lad. Like he belongs to him? P potentially. Hmm. Well, he's his guardian. Yeah. And, uh, or he's adopting him and this is before he comes of age is when Bilbo says this. Um, and children are property. Mm -hmm. We can all agree. Um, no, uh, I had to confront the, uh, the way, his way of speaking because when I was diagramming this sentence, I became very frustrated with this colloquial uh, sort of way of talking that you had better come and live here. You know, mm -hmm. try to tell me about what, what kind of parts of speech are we dealing with there? I mean, we have the compound verbs and then we have you had better like, it's very strange and i had yeah. to just kind of figure out yeah. the best way to do it it um, almost sounds like like what's going to happen if he doesn't come and live there you know right coercive that sounds yeah 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 it, it does seem um it, it doesn't seem like an option right it's not what if you came and lived here my lad and is it all about birthday parties 
because the second part of the quote is you better come and live here and then we can celebrate our birthday parties is is what about the other 300 what about the other 364 (laughs) days of the year like the gregorian calendar yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. no that's a good point did the catholic church exist in middle earth is that the implication i'm sure that's a very complicated question (laughs) I mean, I mean, the answer is no, but also Christ come <laughs> and live and die uh, before Frodo. I think it's like Narnia, you know, where there's like a Jesus-esque figure or something. Yeah, yeah. And they just happened upon the same. They share uh, its calendar, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, I mean, Tolkien spent too much time inventing a language, and he's like, I'm not doing a not inventing a calendar a, as well. A darn calendar. Um, he invents, uh, you know, ages, years. This is like the third age, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, so, so they have those that are that are different than our sort of like uh, BC and AD and things like that. Maybe this takes place in the distant future. I wouldn't think too hard about that. Or, um, or in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. It could be. Um, well, then it would be. Yeah, uh, a long B- time ago. Yeah. BBY calendar before oh, the sure. Battle of Yavin. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, we have another semicolon. Um, we do. This Speak one on seems uh, this one seems unnecessary to me. Um, I, I agree. It, um... I I see the point, but it's almost like um, I don't know. It's sort of inelegant, and and I felt the same way about the one a couple of sentences ago in the episode you did with Ethan. Um, the uh, I think these just don't seem as essential. To yeah, me. this I think you, you could just have a comma probably. There. This definitely feels like just a comma. I feel like that's the rule when you're when you're breaking up a, a quote like that is to just do a comma because it's you had better come and loose, but yeah. you had better come and live here Frodo my lad and then we can celebrate our birthday parties comfortably together. Like that's not it's kind of it's a run on sentence but it's still like an unbroken if you take the attribution out of it and it's just the quoted language, you wouldn't have a semicolon there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it, it gets a little awkward. Yeah. Um, something to think about. Yeah. So, um, so something I thought of is I like the idea that um, sharing a birthday is a reason to live with someone, <laughs> right? Um, so I, I did a little right. research and I, I looked up some uh, some birthdays that you two share with um, celebrities. Oh man! And I've I've picked out some roommates for both of you. Okay, um, <clears throat> who am I living with? So we'll start with Chad. So you've got two good ones. So okay. um, your your first one is Jared Leto. Oh. Um, okay, you had better come and live <laughs> with me, Chad, my lad. Exactly. Exactly. So you're looking with... thirty seconds to Mars. Jared Leto would be pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah, but I'll stick with that. Or or nineties like I would uh, be living Teen with Idol. the Joker one though for sure. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just the Joker now. Yeah, I'm I horrified at the roommate pranks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, the things he did to colleagues was yeah. um, not right. great. So someone that owes you a rent check, um, yeah, to lock your uh, door when you're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I'm, I'm getting everyone two roommates, um, one okay. better than the other. So, I, are these I options, think. or is this the three of us living together? Y'all are just living together. I the think. three of so, us. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and your other roommate is Kit Harrington, um, John okay. Snow, um, and he seems like a fine roommate. You know, seems, so seems pretty like, fun. Yeah, he's. You got to have roommate dynamics, right? Um, yeah, 
he's in the the marvel movies now he's he's gonna be in in eternals so maybe i can get the inside scoop yeah he was good in the andy samberg tennis special he was funny in that oh that was a great great movie um seven days in heck right and that was something like that yeah um so so chad those are those are your roommates based off of birthday and uh, i feel like kit and i would have each other's back um yeah yeah. jared yeah that's a that's a crucial um crucial dynamic to have so um and then timothy i've i've picked your your two um so your first is perez hilton oh Um, wonderful the 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 gossip favorite yeah Um, yeah guy i don't i don't know and then um then your other one i was having trouble finding people i'd heard of and so the other one is and i may be mispronouncing her last name but michelle moynihan i believe woody harrelson's wife from um true detective so i yeah. want i wanted to give you a, both of you a good one that would be bobby moynihan's bobby moynihan's mother from uh, oh. snl <laughs> yeah exactly michelle uh, moynihan. i think it's uh, i think it's monahan <laughs> monahan i think it's okay I it's monahan. yeah i meant to look up how it was um enunciated but i didn't um so i mean timothy's house I, is better than mine i'll just well no, i mean it perez, definitely is perez hilton though I mean, especially in the the hashtag free Britney I mean, era we're living in now. Uh, yeah, I mean that kind would of be rough. But, but I was hoping um, that would come up. <laughs> you were hoping yeah. hashtag free Britney would come up I, on the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it really was, but I didn't know how. But I trusted it would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it um, all all that was meant to be. But um, but yeah. So and and that's that's part of pointing out you know the criteria for roommates being when you're born, um, which which yeah. I appreciate. So and well, who I, are you living with? Yeah, let's let's find out. I had a harder time like finding because uh, when you go to celebrity birthdays, it's a lot of just children. Um, and I was like, I, I can't like YouTubers live with someone under eight. Like yeah, Jean-Benet yeah, Ramsey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Jean-Benet Ramsey or like famous people's like four-year-old daughter and things like that. So I'm like. Yeah. Surrey Cruz. Yeah, yeah. I'm not messing with that. So my two roommates, um, the, the worst roommate first is Keemstar. um so he was also born on uh march 8th and uh and then the only other person i'd heard of that wasn't like a child or like a hot vine guy or like that was 16 or whatever they're they're um, called tiktok teens now they're not vine tiktok teens that's right that's right um is is freddie prince jr cool that's fun That'd be so fun. he seems he seems like a good roommate. Um, I think all of us need to sit down with our good roommate and talk about uh, asking the bad roommate to move out because well, well you can't because you share a birthday. So like, who oh, are they? Okay. I don't know. One of the Vine stars or, or TikTok teens. Well, they're not just celebrating Bilbo and Frodo their birthdays. They're celebrating comfortably, which I was confused about what what that means like in the same house you celebrate like in your jammies and soft socks it's <laughs> true with the best weed in the south tea. farthing maybe you know getting, yeah, yeah getting you, you, you don't you don't have to leave your house to celebrate your that's birthday. true i hate when i have to do that I like i haven't done that in a couple of years uh, funny <laughs> enough <laughs> no, we love a couple of hobbits who are cousins but also uncle and nephew sort of and also legally father and son yeah yeah no, I, I, I like their dynamic because they've kind of got an lmfao thing going on with the, the uncle nephew vibes right yeah or uh, it was lmfao stars. and uncle like, nephew like yes they group? are it's a it's the um pushing the uncle nephew um boundaries further than ever before that's uh, incredible 
yeah so i i feel magic that that is uncle magic and so it their dynamic is so fascinating because we both get uncle magic and cousin magic at the same time and that's just a lot i just really appreciate what they're doing for um and family roles yeah exactly there's just there's just a lot going on here that i i really appreciate um um well any other uh let's let's take a look at the the diagram let's let's talk about this uh timothy so there's a word missing oh (laughs) no this always happens you'll have to Um, edit it there's uh, a boy missing yeah well, Back to Amber <laughs> Alerts, which we discussed earlier. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, lad is supposed to be in parentheses next to Frodo. Yeah, but yeah. You can, oh, I guess okay. there's a lad. It's in a positive, so it would go in parentheses next to him. Right. Um, yeah, no, it just sucked. This this sentence is frustrating. So you know. what, what's the deal? There, we'll, we'll share this on social media the day this comes out, but uh, what's the deal with the Frodo, my lad, being completely separate? What's the rule there? It's... it's um, it's in a positive to you. So this, the subject is you, but when you have these, this kind mm-hmm. of disconnected address, you know, you Frodo, my lad, that's just where it goes. Oh, okay. It just floats gotcha. above. This floats you know? above the you. Yeah. Cause like what, what else is it doing grammatically other than just being an alternative to you? Right. Exactly. Gosh, Tolkien does have some messy sentences. Well, at the same time, I would, I would, they're messy, but also, I mean, um, messy when you diagram them. Right. To read them to read them as natural is pretty natural i find in it general. feels like speech to to read yeah. them like yeah the way especially you break this, especially group. this one yeah well right. of course yeah but even the way i mean i guess there's only like three words that aren't <laughs> speech bilbo said bilbo, bilbo one day, one day yeah. um yeah the way it's all presented feels like someone's telling me about what bilbo said one day you know what i mean it's almost as if sentences were made to just you know be there for communication and for speaking to each other rather than right they're not like absurd diagrams equations right (laughs) or spending entire podcasts on or something like that yeah Mm. well i mean i i do i'll 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 push back a little on that i do see the value of talking about sentences on a on a podcast Um, can can i can i take that opportunity to present a theory what's that um so so it's just a theory about the podcast i probably mentioned it to you before Mm -hmm. but um so, so this podcast is not about Lord of the Rings. Um, well, it is. It about, is the Lord. It's, about, it's Lord of the Rings sentence. Sure, it's about sentences. Right, every episode is about a sentence, mm-hmm. um, and and on their own, they're basically, I think, all uh, in a way irrelevant to whatever the Lord of the Rings is. Um, if they're isolated like this, uh, this podcast is much more like if you picked sentences out of books at random to discuss than it is like um, some other fan or analysis podcast about fantasy fiction or Tolkien or whatever. And, and I'm sorry to drop all the subtext down with a dull thud, but I mean to say, what I mean to be saying is that you've discovered something, I think, about um, prose fiction that I want to geek out about, which is that literature breaks down at this level and stops making sense, okay? So typical, typical literary prose, that is to say, not uh, something like James Joyce or Faulkner or Virginia Woolf or something, but the concatenation of units meant to serve grammatically with an eye toward clarity and readability. In these cases, part of this readability consists in the fact that when you deconcatenate them, when you atomize them, the thing called a sentence is almost an entirely different thing than it is while it is being read in, I'm sorry, a normal way. 
So this seems to be the main point of your podcast, which is that the kinds of questions, conclusions, and the kinds of ambiguities and even meanings that are found in these sentences when they're isolated and scrutinized in this way have more or less nothing to do with their role and function in paragraphs and in chapters and in novels or their role as written and delivered. So a relatively okay. straightforward parcel of information, a coherent representative whole becomes under your method, a cubist nightmare of aporia, lacuna, disjunction, absence, frustration, and despair. The cumulative effect of such podcasting already, I think, but surely as you and your listeners go on, will amount, I suspect, to an overwhelming and total skepticism about the possibility of meaning. It'll amount to a real and permanent loss of the very concept of legibility. What are your thoughts? So the purpose of this podcast is to read the Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, one sentence at a time and talk Got about it. it. All right, we, we can move on. Yeah. You know, okay, JRR, cool. what does it stand for? Yeah, I think it's time for JRR, what does it stand for? Where I guess what the initials JRR of JRR Tolkien stand for. I am two out of two thirds of the way through. Um, I know we got John Ronald, John Ronald. Yeah. Um, Ronald. And I'm guessing that second R, the third initial. Mm -hmm. um, my official guess this week, John, Jonathan, Ronald, Jonathan, Ronald Reese, Reese. No, wrong. Not a bad no. guess, though. I appreciate it. It's, it's hmm. it just like it's that's... had like a nice yeah ring it runs to off it. the tongue. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've remained intensely unaware of what the second R stands for, or that like Ronald was oh, a cool. revelation to me, so that I can follow along in the fun. So, um, so I, I'm hoping you. Well, find out if that's soon, the case, do you, do you have a guess for the R? I think we can. If you guess the R, that that counts. Doesn't, no, it doesn't count. Am I allowed to? I think only the only Chad can do it. It's a slippery no, slope. no, it's it's my Paracles. podcast. I think Sam, if if you genuinely <laughs> don't know the second, I R, genuinely do not. Is it Romulus? Oh, it's not going to be Romulus. No. Okay, it's Sorry. not Romulus. No, so uh, so I I, I, I know it's very hard to guess. So I was going guess. back. Right. I, sure. So. It's probably just like a, a noise, like no vowels, just like a bunch of consonants okay. or something. It, it's just if um, I'm not very good at Spanish, but it's just a rolled R like a <laughs> <laughs> it's OK. Um, I get two guesses this week. Is it John Ronald? <laughs> no, it's not. OK, um, okay I, I have a suggestion, though, that just looking at the third R or the second R, um, I think you have to be able to spell it right. Whenever you guess it, you have to spell it right. Oh, interesting. And, okay. and, and I really I really think you should commit to that because otherwise it gets very slippery. And that's all I'm going to say on that subject. But whenever you, you guess it that feels yeah. like a clue well you already know that it's difficult mm -hmm. it's i'm not saying much more than that but i okay. do think that if you i think that but there's conceivably multiple ways to, to spell it so like, i don't want you to say something and then someone go um yeah that's right even though you mean something else it's, it, i don't you know i don't want to go more into it but basically you're going to need to be able to spell it right when you finally get it Okay. And also, do you have a spreadsheet of all your guesses? Because on every episode so far, you're like, I need to write these down. And I'll tell you, if you've been me $20, I will make a spreadsheet this afternoon. <laughs> I uh, So ever since getting Ronald right, I've only had three guesses. And those have been Richmond because Mark yanked my chain. And he did amazing. yank your chain. That was very good to listen to. Yeah. Congrats to Mark. Last well, week, great. I guessed John Ronald Ronald because 
I was feeling good about mm. Ronald. And it's it like was a not. Sirhan Sirhan kind of thing. Yeah. And this week uh, we ruled out Romulus and Reese. So I will have to, I'll just write these down. Yeah, write those down. No, you're this good. This was a productive week. I want to point that out. Pretty productive yeah. week. Um, speaking of productive weeks, I am at a loss of segments because I used to do the fantasy news of the week and now I don't have any more ideas. Well, I was uh, under the impression we were going to be doing um, Lord of the Real Estate. We could do Lord of the, Lord of the Real Estate. Yeah. What, what do you, where do we, do you want to live in the Shire or sorry, in Middle Earth? Well, well, I wanted to go the Shire. I wanted to go a different direction with it. Oh, um, sure. Do, do either of you own property? I don't. So that's really interesting because I've got an opportunity here for you where um, you could own property in beautiful Orlando. Oh. Um, so do you know how much a hotel room cost 30 years ago? Uh, $9. It was less expensive than it is now. Yeah, it was around $19 a night. And now okay. the average is $237, which is a 1,300% increase. That's that's a lot. Are you selling us on a timeshare? No, 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 no. So within 30 years, conceivably, a week at a hotel could cost 20 grand. That's conceivable, right? Like based um, on existing trends. Well, anything's conceivable. Inflation. Yeah. So I, potentially I you going for vacation with your wife or your cousin slash uncle could cost you 20 grand, <laughs> which is insane. Okay. So if you wanted to have the chance to go stay in Orlando for a week every year, locked in forever, your own real estate, you could be the lord of it. I can get you locked in at $1,400. So um, if this is interesting to you, I'd, I'd love to talk to you or any of the listeners, um, and you could be your very own lord of the real estate. No, this is a timeshare. This is a this is a scam. Uh, this- this is uh, not I good. I don't I don't I don't think so. I I signed up for it and I'm oh, really excited. Sam. Oh no. I'm, uh, no. I'm going um, you get a referral fee, I guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll see none of the weeks this year were available in the summer so we're going on uh like the week of Christmas to uh Oh, it. Sam. <laughs> but is that Sure, they have, they have celebrations at the park. I want I wanted Christmas. to be a landowner. I wanted to be a lord. Um and I think well, your landlord in a in a way i guess you share it um hmm. yeah. uh so where can folks find you online timothy uh <laughs> um, d- don't you? find me online you don't want to find me online all right and sam where can people find you online um people can find me at sam c street on um instagram and letterboxd um i'm on twitter but i don't tweet i just fave so it wouldn't be worth your time but uh and uh if you need any any photos developed uh sam's got a film lab i do um southbound film lab we're in nashville tennessee you can mail it to us if you live locally you can drop it by and uh i'll take good care of you in the photo field Sam's very good and very discreet he's only told me about two or three embarrassing photos in his (laughs) film film reels that he's uh gotten do you call them exactly. reels no film they're roles roles yeah there it's, you go it's reels for a cinema for film. rules yeah, actually still photography right right uh and you can follow me at chad a oliver you can follow the show at l-o-t-r sentence um and that's about it uh, you can listen to my other show uh best pictures 
You can follow them at We Pick Picks. We talk about the Oscars and movies we like. Um, thanks, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, we'll have to bring you back next week. Yeah, thank yeah. you for having me. I've got some time next week, so I'm I'm looking cool. Forward to it. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, and thank you, listeners, for joining me on the seventeenth sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the eighteenth sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.